If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. ESPN 690 and Action Sports Jacks presents Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau. We're going to have to show a little more patience than the year two pom-pom people. Casey Kurtz. Yo! What are we doing, bro? Come on! And Aaron Schachter. I'm, I'm all in favor of these two showing their love and really celebrating their relationship. This is Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau, Kiki Kurt, and Aaron Schachter on Jacksonville's home for ESPN Radio, ESPN 690. Boye Aluakin on Jaguars All Access tomorrow. Mm. That'll be a debut for Foyer. Feels like breaking news. <laughs> it did just get confirmed. Nice. Well uh, tomorrow at Strings, uh, plan to be there with the show at 3 o'clock and then, of course, 7 o'clock. And that game that show will be on CBS 47 because of the World Series game. It's usually on Fox 30. But, hey, one or the other. I get very confused where the show is sometimes. Oh, but it's either on Fox 30 or CBS 47. It is somewhere, yeah. So uh, we will have Foyer on along with Josh Allen. He'll be interested to ask about the Calvin Ridley trade because well, he's former teammates and he was one of the guys that commented on the Instagram I think he's pretty excited about it. Seems to be. I like that, though, that the guys that maybe know him a little bit or like an Aluakin really think he can help. Yes. Yeah. I, I talked about that earlier. Like, I don't think that's a small little thing. I mean, not, I don't think people, doesn't matter who you get, right? I don't think people would be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they got this guy. I, nobody would react that way. But I think sometimes when you're super excited about a player coming in, it says a lot, and it feels good inside that locker room. Like, more help is on the way. Like, we can, we already think we're, again, the Jags think they're a pretty good football team. Dan Arnold said this to us last night. He's like, we have a good football team. He's, people know this around the league that we have a good football team. And we just haven't equated it to W's. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But they think they're pretty good. And then when you see the move like Ridley, it'd be like, hey, I can now see this going forward. I want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's an interesting point. It's not always the case in Jacksonville, for being honest. So maybe you even want to be a part of it, Casey and Aaron. You want to stick around for another year? Well, maybe. That's not usually how the show works, though, right? We don't go on year-long <laughs> sticking around. No, we just try to make it day by day. Day by day. Just I mean, sometimes we'll go in the week. I mean, we get a week we feel pretty good about. Like, that happens. Yeah, hit me up in 23, dog. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, hey, I, I told you this yesterday, and now you can go find it on ESPN690.com. Nice job by uh, our, uh, our web team. staff. Yes, yeah. good work. That was quick. Well, I thought you were going to give Aaron credit for a Send it over to Bossman Jim today, and boom, it's already up there on the website, ESPN690.com. City Streets to Student Athletes have a turkey bowl and turkey giveaway coming up November 19th, and we're partnering up with them. We're excited about it. Pretty cool. Uh, we're going to hopefully try to get a flag football team into that tournament on the Saturday at Atlantic Coast High School. And what else we're trying to do, and I didn't mention this part yesterday. You know, turkeys are really expensive right now. Yeah. And there's a shortage of them. And what this event does is the giveaway part is the most important part, trying to help families in Jacksonville in need around the holidays and having a turkey dinner and a family dinner for Thanksgiving. And uh, so we're asking uh, for a $20 donation, uh, which 
quite frankly, I've been told we thought that would even cover one turkey. It might not even this year. That's how expensive some of this uh, can be. But uh, $20 donation and hopefully help uh, families in need. And the goal is to try to get a few hundred turkeys to be able to give away uh, to families in, in northeast Florida. So, uh, again, you can go to ESPN690.com. You click on the link. It will take you right there. And, and uh, we'd love it if you have the ability uh, to make a $20 donation to help other families uh, this uh, month of November. And on top of that, love you to see you out there at Atlantic Coast High School. And uh, we will have the flag football game. Of course, I'm reading this right now. And we said Athletic Coast High School. I think they would be honored that it's Athletic Coast honored. Uh, Athletic Coast High School. Atlantic Coast works, but Athletic is even better. Especially if they want to recruit the best in I'll high school that. sports. I'll fix that. I might have put that in. might have been me. I'll take the blame. I can't I'll wait to see it. you guys out there playing. I mean, we're not playing. Brent and Aaron, the boys. Brent says we, we don't get to play. He says we're not good enough. That's no. things. All right, hey, I, uh, we're football at five. We're talking a little more NFL. We've talked Jags all the time. Talking all the stuff, high school right? team we're putting together and the flag football team we're putting together. It's all football. But I just saw something about this Georgia-Tennessee game, which will be on CBS 47 Saturday afternoon. I'll truck a high school kid now, Casey. <laughs> that came out of left field. <laughs> well, you say it. We're you putting together high school teams on this flag football thing. We are. You'll truck a high school kid. I'll truck a high school kid. Right. Apparently, the get-in-the-door price... Oh, we did. We were, listen, Brent. Okay. <laughs> did you listen, do this yesterday? Listen, Brent, I love you right, but it shows you don't listen to Overtime with uh, Kurtz and Middleton because we regularly check the ticket prices of all kinds of events, right? Did you and, do this last night? Uh, we did it. Oh, we did it on Monday. We've been <laughs> all much over this. 568 on Monday. Well, it's now up to 676. Woo! We'll be all over it again tonight. Be around at six fifty ish. You know what the before the season price was? Probably eleven bucks. No, it's like one it's like one sixty eight. <laughs> 168 is up to like 676. Wow. It's the biggest We're one like it. in the history of getting the building pricing in college football, they say, according to this whatever site. Here's how all over we are. The ticket prices, Brent, the last three Minnesota Timberwolves home games, you could have gone for $2 or less. I <laughs> wow. swear. I swear. There's a franchise in need of filling seats. Yes. $2. Wow. So, yeah, I'm all over the ticket prices. So I thought about this. Costs more to go to this uh, shrimp game. Georgia and Tennessee, true or false statement, Georgia against Tennessee this week is bigger than the SEC championship. True. Because this still feels somewhat fresh, right? Georgia's been good a couple of years, but it's not Alabama. Tennessee, they're, they're back in it for the first time in a while. Number one right now in the nation, so it's fresh. It's exciting, and there's a lot on the line because the SEC championship, you know one team already. Yep. This is going to decide it, and it might be Tennessee. That's what exciting. What needs to happen this weekend for both teams to still be in that college football playoffs final four hunt? That's the point. I don't What's the rest of Tennessee's schedule? Can you look that up, Casey? Yeah. I don't – I there's very – the prevailing th thought here is if Georgia doesn't win, they can't get in. They have nobody left on their schedule to play that they would beat. They would most likely – they wouldn't make the SEC championship, so they couldn't beat in Alabama. What about like a and 1917 they're, they're, Georgia win, though? Their number one, their number one win is against uh, Oregon. So, yes, the probably the way to do this would be to get – Georgia and Tennessee in, but that's a really hard thing to do because if you don't win your division yeah. in the conference, never mind if you don't win the conference. I mean, the win, not winning the conference already is a pretty big X against you. 
not winning your conference is a bigger one. Yeah. Now, they beat Alabama. Tennessee has, like, the quality win over Alabama. Where they everybody have a lot thinks, of good wins. You know, Tennessee does? Yes. But, by the way, Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. So, they will be undefeated if they can get this. But, game. they don't have a way to make up, my point is. It's no. not like they play Alabama down the road. No, but I think if you're going to go by quality wins, you can say LSU on the road, who now is uh, is a rank was a ranked team at the time, and on the road you demolished them by 30, and then you beat Kentucky at the time, what was a ranked team, and you demolished them by 40. Those are quality wins. Yeah, no, no I, I think their resume is really good, and that's why they're number one in the country right now, coming out of this the new rankings last night. Right, but like, if they, I think if they only lose this game, they have a case. I think they'd have a case, but I don't think they're getting in. They don't have the pet. Like, Alabama, I think, is what? Like, the only one that's gotten in without no, I, that kind of thing in the past. And Alabama has so much, like, equity built up in the playoff races that even now, I don't even know if they're any good, but if, they're still sixth. If Georgia wins this and wins the SEC championship, they take Tennessee over Alabama. Tennessee beat Alabama. It's black and white. You have a two-loss Alabama or a one-loss Tennessee. But if Michigan and Clemson went out, is there room for Tennessee along with Ohio State and Georgia? Yeah, I think if the the Big Ten team that wins out, yeah. I, I don't I'm not sold. I know they're Clemson's four right now. I'm not sold they get Clemson in there. Even if they go undefeated. It's gonna be hard I to I don't keep know them who out. that fourth team would be, but I think you take the the Ohio State, Michigan, you take the SEC champion, I think you take two SEC teams and then you figure out that fourth team. Hmm. Unless Alabama beats Georgia and screws the whole thing up. And messes the whole thing up because then Tennessee doesn't get in because you take both of those teams. Yeah, I guess the assumption here, too, for the context, this isn't going to play well on Twitter after I just tweeted it that way. <laughs> that, 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 for the context of this, your point is Georgia beats Tennessee mm -hmm. and then Georgia wins the SEC championship. Yes, and yes. Then Tennessee goes. And Tennessee goes because they have two losses for Alabama. And one to Tennessee, yeah, versus a one-loss Tennessee. Yes. But again, like, listen to some of the descriptions. It's hard to see. I just don't know if they would get a second team in that way. Be because yeah, you now just, you're, you I think Clemson is going to bump out Tennessee because they're going to win the ACC if they do. Like, let's just say how this if goes. they went out. They right. went out. And then two Big Ten teams might have the better chance to get in. Mm. Between Ohio State and... Um, yeah, I, I hear you, but I think also if you look at the Alabama part of it, if you're trying to get Alabama in there somehow without winning, who else have they beaten? Their, sec their, be their second best win is a one lock or one point over Texas. Well, I think it's going to take... Gonna I agree with you, by the way. I think Alabama is always so like inflated, even though sometimes they're really good, but we never know because they're inflated to such a high degree. And... But they get a lot of love from the committee. But now they're sitting in the six hole. And again, in our world here, what we're saying, like actually the way Tennessee gets in is probably if Alabama beats Georgia. Nah, because then Georgia had beaten Tennessee. So no, they wouldn't get in. Whoever wins this game is going. I don't know if I believe that. I do. Like, Even if they lose the SEC I believe Clemson's going if they win the ACC. They're in the four hole right now. Well, it's going to bump them out if they win their actual... So, to answer Aaron's original question, yes, even if they lose the SEC, because whichever one of these teams will be undefeated going into it. Yeah. So, you'll make that case. That's fair. So, that's the winner of this game goes for my money. And then on the ACC side of it, yeah, if Clemson runs the table, they probably go. I'm not, I, I'm not sold they're running the table. Think you've been Michigan out? Well, Michigan and Ohio State are going to bounce one each, yeah, each well, other out. Play each right? Yeah. They're probably going to bounce each other out. And then, really, what happens is what does TCU do? 
Or is USC? Oh, they're undefeated still, too. USC on this thing. USC lost. USC lost. Oh, they're out. Yeah, yeah. So they, and they're not. There's not enough love over there. Now the the dangerous part of that. TCU though, could be interesting. Yeah, they they're, could. The, they're the only other undefeated. So your this. point, Aaron, is who beats who in that, and then how the the Big Ten championship shakes out mm-hmm. because you're going to have a one loss somebody that's not in that championship game. I tell you what. Uh, by the way, I love the Tennessee story. Like. I think it's awesome. Well, it's like, refreshing, think, right? It was really refreshing. I said it the, when the thing, we were in the middle of our show at Sneakers last night, and that's exactly what I said. I was like, how cool is it to see somebody different in the one hole? It's not Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, even Georgia. Like, that's what's been refreshing about Miami, um, Michigan, being around it. TCU, to me, is refreshing to see a little bit different blood mm-hmm. in there. Uh, to be honest with you, if USC was in the mix, like that would actually be new blood. I know it feels like old blood, but it would be like new blood. Notre Dame did that a little bit over the last couple of years. It was like, okay, somebody different. That's good. The, so I, I like I like Tennessee, and I think the committee likes Tennessee. And the more we're talking about this out loud, I can buy what you're saying, that if they lose a close game between the hedges mm-hmm. and then Georgia wins the SEC championship, I would say you're probably right that there's a good chance Tennessee sits in the four hole and makes that playoff. If TCU, they're taking one loss Tennessee over TCU. I, I that's hard to hard to do now. TCU, if they run the table and they win that conference without Tennessee having even played the extra game in the championship, that would be a very hard thing for TCU not to go. And quite frankly, I think TCU would have earned the right to go. If you play in that extra game, you have to get more points than the other team that's not playing that extra weekend. You have to you have to discount them in some way. And they would have a loss and one less game. TCU would have to get in. But Tennessee's best win would be nowhere close to TCU's best win. Who's TCU's best win? Kansas well, State? At the moment. At the moment, but they would win the Big 12. Like, who's TCU got left? Uh, they've got Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, oh, Iowa State. Yeah, um, so Baylor. Yeah, Baylor. But they're all unranked. There's not a good they're, – they're, yeah. it would be Kansas what State. What happened to Baylor this year? Yeah, just not good. Weren't they in, like, the top seven to begin or something? <laughs> yeah. Yep. They were. You say right. that about so many teams. Yeah. I, 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 I would say this. They're taking I would complain. I would complain. A lot of people would. They don't care. They've proven that they don't care. No, no, I know. I, I'm just telling you, I would wave the flag for TCU if they got snubbed, winning the Big 12 with the extra game in favor of Tennessee, although I think the more excitement part is probably Tennessee. And sooner or later, you do say, okay, my eyes tell me what, right? They, they do that now in the committee. And I would probably agree that my eyes tell me Tennessee's better than TCU. And so you're saying, Brent, well, then stop talking because you just answered the question. I don't know, man. I, there is criteria to follow a little bit in this, and I just think that conference championships do matter. The problem with the Big 12 conference championship is the Big 12 hasn't mattered. Right. Like, it really doesn't. They have shown, like, the committee has shown that the Big 12 and the Pac-12, they don't matter. They got no love for them. Yeah, everybody quit the conference. How could they care about them? You know what I mean? And, yeah, TCU, at, the question will be who they play in the championship game, right? And it will be a more valuable win than the wins Tennessee has because they're not beating an Alabama-level opponent. Tennessee's always going to have that. But will a ranked Kentucky at the time and a ranked LSU at the time matter 
versus what TCU's done in that last final game, whoever they beat. Are they ranked? Who is it? Yeah. Uh, Michigan-Ohio State's going to be huge. That's nice. That's going to be a big one. Uh, I'm impressed with Michigan. Are, are you impressed with Harbaugh now after these two years that he finally beat Ohio State last year? They were ready to fire him two years ago. No, they were ready to fire him a couple different times, and then yeah. he was ready to move on maybe to Minnesota yeah, last year. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about that. But, I mean, uh, finally, like, I didn't think they were going to run it back like this in Michigan. Done a pretty good job. Yes, mm-hmm. he truly has. I mean, it's competitive now, which is which is a good thing. And I know Ohio State gets all the love, but there's no guarantee that you know they beat Michigan, and I don't think they're going to beat them handily. And to be honest, Aaron, back to your overall point, I'm ho- or not overall point, but just the point you made. I'm hoping for the chaos of like Clemson loses, TCU loses, and then somehow, some way. You've got one loss, one of those teams, and then yeah. you take two Big Ten teams and two SEC teams. You How just, awesome you just want to see everyone at each other's throats in a debate on who should go. Yeah, mostly. But I also think that the four best or the, the games that could be the best, I think, involve Michigan and Ohio State yeah. and Georgia and Tennessee. Like, I don't think TCU is the best game you could put. I don't think Clemson's even the best game you could put in the playoff. I think the two high-level Big Ten teams and two high-level SEC teams would be the best matchups you could get. I could be wrong, but I don't think Clemson or TCU give you that. People would be so upset. Yeah, they would, and it'd be awesome. <laughs> they'd be so mad. But I think they'd be a good football game. You, you know what else? Uh, one more college football talk. Gosh, supposed we talk college football in like forever, it seems. Yeah. Uh, you're home, though, for Florida State football on ESPN 690 and basketball. Basketball season starts next week. We've got That's a game right. Monday. And uh, I... Casey said this a couple weeks ago because he went to the game against Clemson. Mm -hmm. I think FSU has a little bit of like the Jags in them in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Like they they struggled to find ways to win? Well, no, because they're five and three. Mm -hmm. So like they have won. Yeah. So they're different in that respect. But they might even be better than their record is. Mm -hmm. Like the Jags are better metrically and we've seen the games and they could have won so many, right? The Jags are better than two and six. Like they are... You, they are what you would call a dangerous 2-16 and 16 if you were to play, like, a game that you needed to win Survivor late in the pool. season, right? You're not picking the Raiders in the Survivor. Probably not, right? They're not a, a doormat. Florida State is very much like that, where they are 5-3, and three, which has them in a pretty good place, but they should be better from a record standpoint. And, Casey, I know you think that you think they're pretty good. I think they're But a lot good. of their metric, like, look at some of their stats. Like, I, I saw it earlier, but Jordan Travis's numbers and their rushing statistics and all these, they are from a national landscape. They are pretty damn good. They are good. I think, I, I'm not going to go crazy. I think they could have one more win. I, the Clemson scores a little bit closer. They're, they played with Clemson. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they should have beat Clemson. They should have beat NC State. They should have beat Refresh NC State. Refresh my memory. Which one of you is the big Norv fan? I like him. No, well, listen, I like him, too. Don't don't paint this the wrong way. I'm just saying what it is. And he, he was critical of the when he won games. Yeah, I that thought, was I thought one of you was hanging some losses he on the He almost screwed up the LSU game. Almost, but he didn't. He, no, he did. They didn't. The kicker did. No, For they LSU. blocked a PAT. Come on. So, I think it was Shaheen Brown, by the way, from Lake City, Columbia, uh, that blocked it. Right. And, but he screwed up the NC State game. And and that's like that's what I mean. They should easily be six and two, right? Easily. Wait. wait and, and they wait. He screwed up the NC State. So and you're because of the pass. Yes. For calling the pass. Yes. But why are we not giving Doug Peterson more trouble for calling the pass that Trevor threw the interception? Well, on because minute? first of all, that call was way more egregious with a forty-yard field goal looming 
And secondly, I've said this about the Jordan-Travis play. He should have called timeout, much like I think Doug should get in the ear of Trevor Lawrence and be like, Trevor, throw it to the guy in the stands if it's not open. Like, you can do that in the mic for until 15-second cutoff. Yeah, yeah, I think Doug should start doing that to him around the goal line. But he had three timeouts in that game, so he also called a bad play with field goal looming mm-hmm. where he could have just run it for like eight yards and called the timeout. Now you now you got a 32-yard field goal instead of a 40. I would have run it with Jordan Travis, by the way, and keep it in his hands. No. But he could have at least called timeout and said, hey, here's the situation. Let's go over this thing. Don't make a bad play here. And the, the veteran quarterback, which he should get some blame for it too, but this is more on Norvell at the collegiate level, in my opinion. No. Yes. No, you're yes. arguing for yourself the exact same way with Doug Peterson. He should have called a run By play. The way, I put some blame on Doug. Your running back's touching it for six and a half every time he gets the football. It's first and goal from the one. You run the ball. You do. I you agree. You don't with have that. to be the smartest guy. It's the same play. It's a, Yeah, it's but it's the a different same This thing. was way more on Norvell. I disagree. Way more on Norvell. I disagree strongly. But the point of the story is they should have won that game, and we agree with that. So they could have one more win. But here's the thing about FSU to get back to the overall. They got good players. Jordan Travis is a good player. They have great running backs. Not yeah, good, I was going to say, it's the second year in a row where they have at least two, if not three, great running backs yeah. on this team. And their wide receivers are a lot better. Shout yeah. out to Norvell for finding those guys in the transfer portal. Their lines a lot. We talked about They that, are yeah. a lot better up and down. And they're, without a doubt, unquestioned, on paper, the best team in the state of Florida. Yeah, and that's not have, saying much, but well, yes. It's not, but they have to go prove it now against Miami. Miami's no good. They yeah. should beat Miami, but it would be a recent FSU thing to do to lose that game. Yeah. They got to go prove it. To be honest with you, they have a golden opportunity. And quite frankly, they should beat Florida and Miami. They absolutely and here's the reasons the why. Those guys are in year one. Mike Norvell's in year three. Florida State has a good quarterback. I don't know what the hell Miami's rolling out there with two or three different guys come up Saturday. Whoever's whoever's working. And Florida obviously has a quarterback that can be good but is super inconsistent. So they have a coach that's in year three, and they also have the quarterback that's better and more consistent. They better win those games. Like, they need to win Mm -hmm. those games. They need to take control of the state in that regard and get those two wins that get you to at least seven. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they find another one. They'll beat Louisiana and get to eight. Eight. And, and they have Syracuse as the other one. And that's going to be tough. It will. I but think Syracuse is tough. I think it is too. But, but eight and four would be pretty good. It would be really good. And then I can hammer Norvell for not getting a nine because he messed up the play at the end of the game against the sure can. But think about where they've been in the last year. Right? No, think would be where, eight, would, eight and four would be absolutely fine. I mean, you had, um, oh, I forget his name. Who's the, uh, 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 Jeff? Colhane. Colhane. We had Colhane on before the season struggling to find eight wins. We were trying to get to eight. Yeah. But now I'd be disappointed if they don't get to eight. Yeah. And everybody should in Tallahassee. You should be. And here's the thing that I kind of point back to, Brent. Think about this time last year, right? They would play at Georgia after they lost to Jackson State. Keep that in mind. Or, uh, is that who they lost? No. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. And, um, like, you play at Georgia Tech. We were all like, oh, they should win that game, but will they? And they blew them out. Mm. Like, now they've gotten to that point where, hey, they should beat this team. Boston College, they blew them out. Yeah. So you can see That's just good. in a year how much better it's gotten for Mike Norvell. Now he has to take care of business against Miami and Florida, and then that's the next step. And to be honest, I, the quarterback next year is going to be interesting. What Norvell does there, uh, if he tries to bring somebody in, if he rolls with one of the younger guys he's had. But they're on the verge, in my mind, of taking that step where they're like competing against Clemson to win the ACC. They're I think that's quarter, where they are. They're quarterback away. 
and maybe multiple. They what those schools do, Casey. How many quarterbacks? If if DJ doesn't work out, Clemson's got the next guy. Yes. If Georgia, if Stetson Bennett is playing bad, they go to Carson Beck. Yes. Like they're not there yet because they haven't recruited the QB position to that degree. Once they get to that point, the rest might be all set and ready to go, and mm-hmm. then you can get back to where where Florida State should be. I think they're going to end up with a transfer. It's just what are they going to do? Yeah. Because I can't. And you can do that now. I would be surprised if he runs Tate Rodemaker out there. He, he he won that game against Louisville, so shout out to him. And if that's what they do, that's what they do. But, you know, I mean, he's so active in the transfer portal, you know he's looking. I think that was a hell of a win, by the way. The Louisville win was a loss that they would normally have, right? That was 100%. A, they, they actually have some really good wins the way they've done it. They just have, to me, they have the bad loss against NC State where I thought they were the better team. Clemson certainly, they're not there yet, but they battle. But they played Wake with Forest, them. Wake Forest, dangerous team. Wake Forest is dangerous. So losing to them, I, I don't, I don't, that's not, see, that's not like the worst thing in the world. What happened against Clemson is what you should be mad at Norvell about. He called a fake punt on his side of the field. I guess, but I still feel like, I think some of those kind of decisions are because we're not there yet. So we got to steal something. We got to still go get an extra possession. Not on your side of the field. Yeah, I mean, you, again, you can question some of them. Overall, listen, overall, Norvell's been good. Yeah. He really has. He's doing a good job. And he's upgraded but that team. he's only doing a good job, in my opinion, if you beat Miami and Florida in the state they are in right now. Can't lose and I'm not team. talking about in this state, but their state of mind. You sh- you are better. You should beat them. And by the way, if they get to play Florida at the end, they might beat them to bounce them out of a bowl eligibility situation. Seriously. No, no, they, no, they, I, I don't disagree. I just don't think Florida's going to be there. So I don't know if they're beating anybody else. We'll be back. Burton Friends on ESPN 690. Jack's going to beat the Raiders? You certainly hope so, don't you? You almost forget they're playing football this week. <laughs> it's like Wednesday afternoon, and I haven't once thought about it. Well, because that Ridley news was so big, right? Like, yeah, it kind of yeah. overshadowed everything and also, you know, to him. Well, and now my has... brain's going on college football. I'm like, oh, who's got to be who? Yeah, we're getting to the point, too, where it's like, I don't know. Does you pick to win? Like, I'm not, no. Like, I can sit here and tell you how many ways they could win and should win and might win. Yeah, it's not like but the Raiders don't believe that they're going to win. Like, I believe more, like, and I hate thinking this way, but I kind of believe more like zero points last week for the Raiders and then 42 this week. And that happens all the time, right? Well, uh, uh, Peterson was asked that question today. He's actually got a really good point. Indianapolis, they shut him out and then scored 34. If you need any more evidence of what might happen this week, like oh, yeah. that could happen. It is so weak. That's why it's so hard to even say Trevor's going to play poorly again. It's just a new week. Yep. But I'll tell you what. That Raiders team, is, that, that Raiders team is bad against the pass, too, by the but way. But that Raiders team should be so much better. At least on offense. Look at their depth chart, man. I mean, the thing about the Raiders, though. The Raiders are way more disappointing than the Jags. They're, yes. Yeah, if I'm a Raiders fan, yeah. I'm absolutely. absolutely. 100%. The thing is, though, like, they're bad against the pass. Aaron, you're right about that. But, boy, they rush the passer, though. Mm-hmm. You know? after it, yeah. And that's the wild thing. Like, they're so bad against the, the pass, but the pass rush isn't helping them in that category. It's a weird thing. Well, it's going to help them against the Jaguars because we all know how Trevor struggles when uh, the pocket isn't as clean as it needs to be. And that'll be thus far. And that'll be a good, uh, well, at least hopefully a good comeback from Cam Robinson after a bad game. Uh, I'm sure not exactly what he wanted to deal with being Max Crosby, but he's going to have no choice. But it would be a nice bounce back game if he can figure that out. I, I, do you agree with this? The Raiders are the most disappointing team in the NFL? 
I had to look at a list, but like off the, the top of my the, head, the Bucks Packers pretty disappointing. Nah, people picked you the knew Bucks the to Packers to, were going to be bad. People picked the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. They picked the Packers to go deep in the playoffs too. By the way, who? Everybody. They had the Packers and the Bucks as like the two best teams in the NFC for a while. I would say that the Raiders are more surprised or more disappointing. They put a lot into it. I mean, spent a lot. We got Devontae Adams over there and jo- Chandler Jones, and and you were coming off a good year, so you thought it would continue. But we you're in the AFC West. You had the Chargers to contend with. Everyone thought the Broncos were going to be great. So I don't think anyone went in, or at least non-Raider fans went in, thinking the Raiders were going to run away with it. Is anybody else opening their cards? Yeah, I got. Uh, we got some cards. By the way, how about this back-to-back? Mac Jones mm-hmm. and Trevor Lawrence. Oh, nice. Not bad, right? Nice draft no. mates. I, I mean, got a Greg Rousseau die Not cut. this week, but. What? Nobody? You got a what? Uh, Greg Russo die cut. By the way, Russo is coming on, right? He's got like five. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took a little bit. It's year two. Like, he wasn't doing much last year, did he? Uh, Not not this. Not this. He showed flashes. They were excited about him in Buffalo. Um, Is he like an 18th overall type pick, like somewhere in there? Yes, he is. Good player. Well, I'm just wondering, like, you see guys, obviously Trayvon is a topic, but even like a Lloyd, you, you know, you're going to get some of the ups and downs. You're going to get some flashes. And then maybe do you get more consistency in year two? I got an ETN. Hey, stock is up. <laughs> ETN is, is a good pickup right now. Yes. Aaron, how you doing? Javon Holland. J.C. Horn. I got Horn. Kyle Pitts, rated rookie. J.C. Horn's a good player, but his card's probably not worth much. Uh, J.C. Horn is a good player, though. We're opening um, up the optic. Donruss right now from Devoli's House of Cards. We, we've got, like, I have more cards in here. We paid up on our bets. That's mm, what we're doing. Yeah. We paid up on our picks losses. Don't you think the, the thing about the Raiders game or the Jaguars versus the Raiders is what the run defense of the Raiders or of the Jaguars might look like? Yeah, Jacobs, had a Jacobs is having a good year. Well, like he's having monster. an excellent month. Him and ETN actually are having an unbelievable month, but Jacobs didn't do anything last week against the Saints. Well, they didn't score a point. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, he had, he had run for like a buck 40 in three straight games. Oh, right here now. we go, boys. Yeah. Chase Claypool. Die cut Trey Lance. Oh, and, if and, he ever plays. Yo. And they're really running Jacobs into the ground. You, you, you tend to think they're doing it because they don't plan on re-signing the guy. He had oh, yeah. a, a bad, uh, I, I would say, a bad relationship with the coaching staff over the last couple of years. Obviously, new coaching staff now, so it's a little bit different. But. Yeah, they did, definitely didn't pick up that option. We got Nashawn Wright and also Jalen Waddle. Nice. What about Penguin. that? Waddle probably doing okay on the card circuit. Ugh, we got an Ian Book jersey card. Man, that's what we got out of that. Hold on. We're All still right. thumbing through. Hey, uh, did you see the return that the Dolphins got on the Trey Lance trade? They've turned that into... Uh, what did they say? Chubb. Waddle? Waddle. Tyree Chubb. Hill and Chubb. Who, by the way, they're about to extend. They just uh, that just leaked today. They're they're working on an extension that, that could be done. That, by the as way, today. is how you Chubb? turn for Chubb. Hey, yeah. Sam Ellinger card probably just went up. It is worth more than it was last week. There you go. Who's this guy? Marquise Colston. Marquise Colston. <laughs> I just got Dan Marino. You can keep that one, Brent. Dan Marino. Don't you love him? I do love Dan Marino. Or did. You know, the only time Brent broke uh, media rules was to get Dan Marino's autograph when he shouldn't have. It was. Oh man. Yep. I did that. I was proud of him. I clapped when he told me the story for the first time. <laughs> I did. Uh, Chase Young? Doesn't right. matter. Trevon Morig. I also just got a Chase Young. Look at us. How's Trevon Morig doing? 
We're going to find out on Sunday. this weekend. Yeah. I kind of liked him coming out. I thought he played well last year. The whole planet, well, not the whole planet, but a lot of us thought that was going to be the move until Tyson Campbell jumped to uh, negative, like, 8,000 odds. To by be the way, <laughs> by the way, good move. Great move. Great move. Good move. Mm. I'm telling you. Are we starting to see, like, Tyson Campbell, think about, like, the best draft pick the Jags have had ever. Well, no, no, no. No, I mean, in recent years, they've had some good draft picks, I think. Tyson Campbell is going to be way high up on that list. Well, well he yeah. will because the others left. But also, he's a top five corner of the NFL, most likely. I feel like I've opened a lot of Marvin Jones cards lately. I just got a Tim Tebow card. Oh, wow. Oh, Zach Wilson. There we go. Travis card. Hi, your moms. Brevin Jordan. <laughs> Look at this. Hi, the opposing quarterbacks. It's really a jersey card. Oh, that's a good one. Hi, your moms. Now, if you throw for over 120 yards, we might be on to something. Or if he throw more first downs than picks. Justin Herbert, too. I'm going to find this dang auto. Hold on. Travis Etienne, is that card doing well? Because I got one, oh, you yeah. got one. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell you yeah. what's not doing well is a bet I made with Casey before the season started about Travis Etienne versus Evan Ingram. Who would have more receptions on this team? James Robinson. Said. I think uh, 17 now for Travis and yeah. 34 for Evan. 34 for Evan. I don't think that 34 is going to slow down anytime soon. It's actually heated up. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's a safety blanket for Trevor, so I think I'm going to lose that bet pretty uh, pretty badly. Kyle Trask, your guy Kyle Trask. He's going to get his chance. Tom Brady. Larry Roundtree. Hmm. Nah. Aaron, how you doing? You got anything for Not us, Aaron? Great. I got a Fields-rated rookie. We're just hanging out, opening cards here on ESPN 690. But we're House keeping the conversation. Uh, yeah, there's a good topic. I got a, a fancy Kyle Pitts card. And Elite just, Series rookies. Oh, that's cool. And just to remind the people that these are all courtesy of Aaron, Mark, and Brent. I have not lost <laughs> since the beginning yeah, that's of That's why he's season. happy about opening them. He you didn't know have what, to pay though? for them. You were losing so badly that it took you weeks to recover. Now, that is true, and Shane I'm still Bichelle. not even fully recovered. No, you're not. I just got a Shane Bichelle. Yeah, his cards are in here. Nobody knows who Shane is. He was a Texas quarterback, right? I don't know. Yeah, he he was at Texas. You could convince me he played for any university. I got two more cards. A little Josh Allen card. How about that? Which Which one? one? I mean, our our Josh Allen. Oh. And he's still our Josh With all due respect, we're kind of open for the other one. Yeah, I know. Hey, I got an uh, autograph-rated rookie. Nice. I got a hell is Chaz Surratt. Oh, yeah, Chaz. (laughs) I got a global card. But it's of a punter. Why? Would, oh, because he's from um, Australia. Australia. Good guess. All right, one more thing to open here. Who's going to win tonight, Astros or Phillies? Astros. Phillies. Depends Phillies how the pitchers at home. Tip. It's hard to beat them at home. Well, if you're tipping your pitches, then Bryce is going to know what's coming, unfortunately. <laughs> Ray McKitty. We got a couple good cards in there. I'm still Not supposed bad. to have an auto in here somewhere. Keep talking. All right. Well, I'm going to go to break. How about that? You got to hit a button. I got to hit multiple uh, If you buttons. find it in the bu- in the break, we'll, maybe we'll just keep a camera up on you and everybody will know. All right, we'll keep the camera up. The Bowie's House of Cards, by the way, about to ramp up with fantasy card breaks like we do that weekly. And uh, it's rocking and rolling now. I'm going to be able to give you a website to get involved with down oh. there at the Bowie's House of Cards. And, uh, of course, Is that a new we'll website there they're launching? Yeah, they, they've been working on it to try to get it up and running to get everybody involved. Uh, otherwise, you have to stop by so far and, and get in that way by stopping by the store down in St. John's County. Um, but it's cool now. The fantasy card breaks, we've been playing along. We haven't had a ton of success recently, <laughs> but we have been playing along. Really haven't. Uh, we got well. scummed, boys. <laughs> we got Panini points. Boo. What does that even mean? Oh, we got points, bro. That's unbelievable. So pretty much 
um, instead of getting an autograph, they give you these points, and you can redeem them on Panini's website for, like, they assign point oh, values. Oh, come on, stuff. Panini. That's like opening up a box of cereal and cutting out the thing, like, But here's point, the thing. You know? I mean, this is on. significantly better than Chaz Surratt that you got. <laughs> like, we could sell this for, like, $30. Is it better oh, than, than my Felipe Franks them. rated rookie? It is better than your... Uh, like, actually, these have some value. So, you know, maybe, maybe not all bad. Hey, relative to everything else, that wasn't so bad. That's true. We'll be bad. Not as fun for the race. ESPN 690. Here a few more minutes with Bryn Friends on ESPN at 690. Had Clay Harbor on the 4 o'clock hour. It's kind of like a hangover from the Calvin Ridley trade today. Doesn't it feel like that? Not even a hangover. It's almost like uh, leftover juice. We were still kind of playing <laughs> right yeah. high on it. Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. And, and by the way, the players are reacting to it. We'll have some of that on CBS 47, Fox 30 coming up tonight. Foye Aluakin, a former teammate of Ridley's in Atlanta. He will be on Jaguars All Access tomorrow at String Sports Brewery, 7 o'clock. That game will be on uh, the game. I keep saying game. You that do. show will be on CBS 47. And the reason I keep saying game is because the game, the World Series game, tonight and tomorrow will be on Fox 30. So oh, nice. the show gets moved over to CBS 47. Casey and Brian Middleton's game, that happens at 6 o'clock right here on Overtime. It does. Middleton. So that's your game. It's just one big game. What the hell is your game? 96.9 The Eagle tomorrow. That's your next game. My game is studying. Either that or trying to uh, put your kid to sleep and not say, wake up in my, the middle of the night. My game is studying <laughs> the inside of my eyelids tonight. That's my game. <laughs> uh, play well. <laughs> My wife, this is the thing, like I said, I woke up twice with my kid last night, and then on the third time, I sent her to my wife across the bed from me. My wife woke up this morning, she's like, well, you don't want to deal with her last night? I was like, what are you talking about? I was up twice. <laughs> but not for itchy toes this time, bro. No. Itchy back. Uh, we were just talking. You think we have bed bugs in the house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe you do. I think she um, just doesn't want to sleep. We were just talking in the in the break about uh, cars, and, uh, well, that leads us to this. It takes an amazing staff and incredible customers to be in business for over 80 years. You know who's done that in the car business? That's Nimic Buick GMC. And this month in November, they're reflecting with thanks and gratitude. Nimic knows that how you treat people matters, and for over eight decades, they've been humbled by your trust in their deal. Dealerships. Go check them out at NimicBuickGMC.com and on Phillips Highway as well. Jim B GMC, we are professional grade. Of course, I've bought a bunch of different vehicles from Nimnik and uh, Billy and Lee and the Nimnik family. So you can feel the sincerity of the people and the relationships that I still have today from since I've got here when I was in uh, 2008. That would have been when I first met the Nimnik family. So go check them out, NimnikBuickGMC.com on Phillips Highway as well. GMC, we are professional grade. Baseball game tonight. I kind of hope the Astros win because I want a series. Phillies won't lose at home, though, it seems like. They have all the momentum, man. Yeah, I don't care about the series. I just want my money, dog. So <laughs> winning five, winning six, whatever it takes. Did you see the uh, guy that put $100 on, I think it was... It's a five-homer parlay. Was it a five or four? I thought it was a five. He won 100000 Yeah, no me, me and uh, Kuz were talking about what this. moment. Uh, we kind of, we find it a little dubious. Only because you never see these bets before they happen. You only see them after they hit. And granted, like. Oh, uh, yeah. The guy's probably the lost 100,000 on bets like well, that. Well, I'm just saying, you don't even know if it's real. Like, maybe it's Photoshopped. You, they post these things. But, like, who's verifying? Uh, that's fair. I guess that's fair. Like, that I is, see these things as well. And I'm like, I have bet on everything there is, right? Why can't I get this lucky? Well, like, like who, when is my time to shine? That? What are the odds? Like, do you see that? Like, is that a bet somewhere that you can get to? Yeah. A five home run parlay? It's significantly easier depending on the state you live in. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 
But, like, what are the odds that you hit on that? Oh, low, low. But well, I'm I'll saying tell you what the odds are. It, it tied a World Series record, <laughs> yeah. so it's not good. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it just seems so I've unlikely. thrown my fair share of Hail Marys, Aaron, and none of them, like, believe me, I've been there 14 legs in college football. At $100? Right? No. All right, that's what I'm saying. But just, hell, like, hit one of them. You know what I'm saying? Just one, like, one time. I envy those people so much. Yeah. They're just legends. I see. I feel it's it's like Bet MGM or somebody throwing that out there as like um, motivation. Oh well, yeah, yeah it's like you can do to get it too. People. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not real though. Yeah. But I think that's why they magnify it so sure. much. I think that's that's certainly true. Uh, a couple of stories in in the college sports world that are interesting. Gonzaga in talks to join the Big Twelve. Oh, interesting. How does it the Pac twelve? How would, the, how would Gonzaga be lost to the Big 12? It's like, geographically now, it just doesn't make sense in college sports. Nah. None of it, though. No, I mean, obviously, with U, U, UCLA is going to the Big 10. I mean, well, it has it. Don't, I mean, it's not even the major things. Like, look at the A-Sun at times. Yeah. Yeah. So the Big East? I mean, all these conferences. Yeah, yeah the like, A-Sun. Yeah, that's a fair everybody. point. They go to NJIT, right? They were going to Liberty at a time. Uh, Liberty. What's the one that's in Jersey? Is that NJIT? NJIT. Okay. But you know why they do it? Like, they want the market. They're like, this will get the New Jersey, New York market. Yeah. And how many kids from New Jersey want to come to school in Florida and other places? Well, it's good for recruiting. And so now you're in the A-Sun. If you can't go play at NJIT, well, you can go play against them. <laughs> and you still come back home and play a couple times a year at NJIT. Yeah. So that's like, that's why. Like, I get some of that. Well, there's a why for everybody. Ultimately, they try and do these mental gymnastics just so they can make it work, when in reality, it's all about the contracts, right? It's all about the money. And meanwhile, uh, Daniel Snyder, there's some, they're starting to move a little bit. Like, yes. that happened fast. I thought he was in for a fight. So the leak came out today that they've uh, contracted Bank of America to explore a transaction. Yeah. But this is what I said to my friend when I read this headline. I was like, you know what's more powerful than an angry billionaire? 31 other angry billionaires. Yeah, that's like, true. He's talking a big game, uh, and the reports are out there about private investigators and stuff, and he was like, I'm not selling the team. But, you know, imagine all of the power and money behind the people who want him out. I mean. Yeah, and he's got allies in some spots, but obviously a lot of enemies in there, too. Mm -hmm. And is there some financial reward for him? I mean, it starts with I'll, a other B, than I selling the team. Yes. I, I'm just wondering from the other NFL oh, owners. Oh, you mean like get out and hook move you up out. with a golden parachute? I wonder. It's got to be a real like, golden parachute. I don't parachute. know if they can do that. I have no idea. Well, but I, it crossed my mind. Like, hey, we'll pay you to go away. But what's the incentive past the billions that he's going to make off the sale? Yeah, like, what fair. can they possibly offer? That's a good point. Well, we won't investigate you anymore. Uh, yeah. It's something I like mean, just that. Just saving the embarrassment. Because he's got to know the skeletons that are buried, but you got to wonder what he's wondering is going to make it out to yeah. the daylight. Hey, we'll talk more about the Raiders and Jags and how they match up tomorrow coming up on a Thursday edition of Brenton Friends on ESPN 690. Coming up next, it's overtime. Kurtz and Middleton, don't forget, we've got the World Series here on ESPN 690 and on Fox 30 tonight. Have a good rest of your night, everybody. Hey, hey. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.